Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Call of Life by William L. White, published in 1922. The trouble with so many people in the world is that they live in such a circumscribed way, not only physically, but mentally. It is essential that we begin to get a vision of life in its every phase. While it is true our vision will probably be limited according to our experience and education, the essential element is the thinking habit. And when I talk of experience, I mean in this instance, among other things, our age, travel, and associations. While education should include not only book knowledge, but education in the broadest sense of the word, that is, knowledge gained in every direction as to world affairs, and everything which comes our way. One of the greatest needs today is for people to get a vision of the possibilities of their own lives, and realize the potential powers which they embody. To do this, the element of thinking must play its part first. One of the greatest drawbacks to the world today is that people are afraid to pay the price to do a little thinking. We are proud to be living in a progressive age. Today we see science playing its part in a thousand and one ways, and the world 100 years ago could not have dreamed of the accomplishments of today. I do not discount this great progress in the material world, but on the other hand, I would give it a boost. In taking this forward step, one of the greatest moves to make is to set aside a few minutes each day and meditate over your life's work, taking stock, analyzing your accomplishments, and planning your future goals. 
I'm reminded of a story that occurred at a boys' school. The boys were excavating under one of the houses for the purpose of installing a furnace. They were digging the dirt and shoveling it out of a two-foot square window. In their digging, they discovered a large rock, which was several times larger than the window opening. They knew it would not do to dynamite the rock. They could not peck it to pieces. So everybody was puzzled and disturbed as to how to remove the rock and finish the job. One little boy who was always attending to his own business, off to himself meditating and thinking when other boys would be out into some mischief having a good time, came along and suggested that he knew how the rock could be removed. The other boys did not believe that he could tell them, but as they were at their wit's end, they were willing to take anybody's suggestion and eagerly asked the boy how it could be done. The little boy suggested that they dig a large hole beside the rock, throw the dirt out of the window, roll the rock into the hole, and thereby bury it and get it out of the way. His suggestion was accepted, and it solved the problem. This is a fit example for us to follow. In other words, the practice of keeping a silent tongue and listening ear, coupled with real thinking, is a wonderful habit for us all, and when practiced judiciously, it will help solve our problems and spell success for everyone. In getting our vision and taking a step forward, we must be honest to the last detail. I recall another story of a high school championship football game. The game was drawing to a close, and one side was one touchdown ahead of the other. The ball was kicked and returned for a touchdown, thus tying the score. Some players on the opposite side claimed that the ball had been touched before the player picked it up and ran for the touchdown. The referees did not see the ball touched, and therefore were going to count the score. However, one of the boys on the team that made the score stepped forward and said that he touched the ball, and did not want six points that they were not entitled to. Now it took courage for this boy to tell the truth and lose the six points, which also meant losing the game. But this is the kind of person that the world needs today. We need men and women of the heroic type who are seeking a vision of life, those who have the courage to stand for the right regardless of criticism, and those who, when weighed in the balance, will not be found wanting. We must be loyal to our visions. It takes courage for a person to stand up for their convictions and ideas, particularly in this day of constant change, when one is so liable to be ridiculed as being impractical and old-fashioned. The world is yearning in its anxiety for proper development, for men and women who can think real thoughts, who can thoroughly disentangle the truth from the web of falsity and chance, who can test their thoughts and deeds in the acid bath of service 
and whose minds are open to inspiration from all sources, and who will go forth cheerfully to battle for the things that need to be done, and thus gain the victory of life. To chase away our daily troubles, and thus be able to focus on what is important, the four greatest talents that you can acquire, practice, and develop are music, laughter, smiling, and cheerfulness. While we all may not be gifted with a talent for music, I believe every normal person with a little determination can develop skill with some instrument, if it is nothing more than a Jew's harp. And if this does not work, most assuredly everybody can whistle a tune. It is impossible to whistle a tune and have the down and outs, or the blues at the same time and learn to play one or more instruments of music is a great asset. It keeps a person in good spirits and chases troubles away. Once upon a time it was actually a common practice for businessmen at their daily luncheons and club meetings to sing several songs, and as a result the men were brought closer together and a spirit of fellowship pervaded the whole atmosphere. After the meetings adjourned, the men returned to their respective offices with a radiance of happiness. Happiness, of course, walks together with laughter, which is one of the best ways to cast aside any gloomy disposition you might have, and make you feel braced up with the determination to tackle your problems in a more vigorous way. A hearty laugh, a word of encouragement, a joke thrown in, and your troubles vanish. And as they vanish, we keep them at bay with a smile. I remember reading about a boy whose face muscles were injured in a railroad accident, to the extent that he would never be able to smile again he sued the railroad company, and as a result the jury decided that $50,000 was a fair valuation to place upon his smile. In reality, $50,000 is a small sum in comparison to the handicap of not being able to smile. A person without a smile is like an automobile driving at night without a headlight. It is human nature to be attracted by things that make us feel better, the things that give us a certain amount of pleasure. This is why the smiling person is so popular. A sunny smile is the key that opens doors from troubled rooms and leads to the palaces of success. Lastly, let us talk of cheerfulness. It costs us nothing to be cheerful though it pays wonderful dividends in terms of achievement. In our conversations, it consumes no extra time to be cheerful. So why not be cheerful and make friends? Cheerfulness is close kin to optimism. It attracts more people, sells more goods, and expands business with absolutely no depreciation ever maintaining the tendency to strengthen and build up all parties concerned. Pessimism can well be put on synonymous terms with destroy, 
it has never accomplished anything. Rather, it tends to tear down all that is good, best, and right. We all may not be as optimistic as the Irishman who, when jumping out of a 30-story building, was asked when reaching the 10th floor how he felt, and replied, so far so good, but we all can be cheerful and optimistic to a modest degree, and brush trouble aside as we march triumphantly on our way.